And good evening, everyone. Welcome to another exciting Saturday Night Wine Stream and another exciting episode of Drink with Rick. I'm Rick, and tonight we have a very special event for you tonight because, well, tonight I'm going to make or prepare mulled wine. That's right. For the first time on Drink with Rick on the Saturday Night Wine Stream, live on this show, I'm going to prepare mulled wine. And this is something that I've never done before. I don't think I've ever tried mulled wine before, but I've certainly never made it before. Uh, as well, I'm not, I don't know how <laughs> much I can say I can make it because a lot of it's already prepared in the bottle, but I'm going to heat it up and we're going to try it. We're going to prepare it as mulled wine. So I'm really excited about this. And I hope you are too. I, I hope you'll join me for this event. It's not just the mulled wine because we're going to do some other things too. We're going to try a spiced beer and we're going to celebrate uh, some national days. And one in particular, I think you might find rather fun. So please join me here on the show tonight. Join in the chats if you're uh, watching live tonight in the chats on Saturday night. And we can all drink together. If you're joining me for the first time or for the 235th, oh, excuse me, 232nd time, <laughs> because this is the 232nd episode of the wine stream, this is, of course, a stream of consciousness kind of show. Now, I do make preparations. I've made a lot of preparations today for this event. And I do have show notes, and they're right here as always, but I don't always follow them verbatim. Uh, we often go in different tangents, different directions, because, uh, well, you direct the show. The show's not about me. It's, I, you know, I'm here to entertain you, of course. The show's a little bit about the wine and the beer and whatever we're doing here on the show tonight, but the show is really about you and me getting together on a Saturday night with our favorite libations, our favorite snacks, whatever they are, just kicking back, relaxing, having a great time on a Saturday night, especially during this season, right? I hope you're having a great one so far. I am. It's uh, been rather eventful and uh, a lot going on, I'll have to say that. But that's why we're here tonight, just kind of kind of relax, kind of chill out a little bit, take it easy. And of course, you know, you can sit back, you can join me in the chats if you want to, and I welcome that. You don't have to if you don't want to. If you want to, you can just sit back and passively watch. That's fine, too. If you're just too tired, that's great. And, uh, you know, I'll just let me entertain you. But uh, it's much more fun if you get into the discussions, because I really would like to talk with you. And, uh, you know, just uh, just have a little camaraderie here tonight. Now, we don't talk about politics. We don't talk about religion on the show. We talk about things that bring people together, not things that tear people apart. Wow. I know we have enough of that going on out there. We don't need more of it. We want to find commonality. And what better commonality than wine and beer and libations and our favorite foods, our favorite snacks? That's what this show is really about. So join in. And if you want to join in live, you can join me live on any of these venues here. You can join me here live. Let me refresh this page for just a moment. There we go. 
let's, let's, uh, well, that's, <laughs> that didn't refresh because I didn't. <laughs> Stop the show, Rick. Here we go. There's a showstopper. All right. Whoops. I, um, yeah, I forgot to enable that. There we go. All right. Now it's enabled. So let's see if I can refresh this page. And uh, there we go. Here's tonight's episode. Mulled wine and spiced beer for Festivus. Ah, there's a spoiler for you. There's a spoiler alert. All right. So uh, you can join me live on our Facebook page. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash drinkwithrick. YouTube.com. Uh, go to YouTube. You can you can watch and chat live. YouTube.com is at Drink with Rick. Right, see all that there. All right. Uh, Twitch. Twitch is twitch.tv slash drink with Rick and the number one. Drink with Rick one. Odyssey. We are live on Odyssey with a chat as well. Odyssey.com slash at drink with Rick Cole and the number seven. And we are now on Kick. Uh, Kick is a, a Twitch type uh, venue uh, with a lot of live streaming there, gaming and live streaming. Kick.com slash drink with Rick. There you go. Now, of course, if you can't watch now or you can't watch later, you can always subscribe to the show. You can do that. Subscribe by email. I'll show you that in just a moment. But you can subscribe to the podcast. The podcast version of this show goes out on Monday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern, Monday nights at 10 p.m. And you can subscribe. You can listen and subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Blueberry.com, PodcastIndex.org, TuneIn, Deezer, Deezer Radio. I don't know how many folks are, are listening in on Deezer, but it's there. Uh, and, of course, you can just pick it up on an RSS feed because this is a podcast and you can listen via RSS of course, you can also subscribe by email. If you click on this button that says by email, it'll take you to this page that I accidentally clicked on earlier. Subscribe by email. You put the inter uh, email address in that little box there. Click the little blue subscribe button down below, and you will get the latest episode of Drink with Rick as soon as it drops. And no salesman, it's, uh, we'll call. It's just for getting the podcast. Also, if you want, you can buy me a coffee or two or three or five or whatever goes to support the show. And mostly it goes for paying for the uh, prizes and things that we give away on the show. That's uh, that's what we do here with, with those funds. As uh, I do, I just get the prizes and we give them out uh, during the episodes that we give away prizes on. And I give them away fairly often. And you know what? As a matter of fact, we're going to be doing a... Uh, a wine drinking game uh, in next week, and I will be giving some way, uh, giving away some prizes there. Of course, you can like and subscribe and follow in all of these venues, all of these venues here. Also on Twitter, you can or X, excuse me, formerly Twitter. You can go to drink at Drink with Rick, and you can uh, follow me there as well if you want. There's no obligation to do it, but if you do, it would be much, much appreciated. It would go a long way towards helping to support the show and drinkwithrick.com, of course. Okay, so that with that out of the way, uh, let me check the chats here for just a moment. And it uh, looks like uh, the chat's kind of quiet, but I want to say 
Uh, thank you for uh, those of you who are watching. And my lovely wife, Chi, is in the chat on YouTube. She says hello and hello right back at you. And uh, I almost forgot to put up all these little Twitch things. Uh, Tom Antio is in the chat on uh, Twitch. And Tom Antio says, looking spiffy in the sweater pops. Well, thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, how are you doing this evening, Tom? Appreciate it. Uh, you're being here. And on Kick, we, we've got uh, uh, folks watching on Twitch. Uh, uh, excuse me, Kick. I gotta use get used to saying kick. <laughs> it's it's a whole new venue for me. I've got to get used to saying it. But uh, those who are watching, uh, thanks for joining and join in and and say hi. And also on Odyssey, uh, thanks for being here on Odyssey. All right, so let me show you what we have tonight. To uh, well, this is this is going to be really really cool. We are going to try for the first time a mulled wine. This wine is from Germany. It's a German wine, uh, if you couldn't tell already. It's called glue wine. No, uh, there's no glue in it. <laughs> it's a, that's what it's called. It's called glue wine. Um, Winter Landschaft glue wine. And this is produced by Peter Mertes. Peter Mertes. He's the wine keller. Not the wine killer. The wine keller. Um and uh, this is called glue wine. It's a mulled wine, uh, and uh, the ready. It says here, spiced and ready to drink. And here's the back of this wine, the back of the label. It says Winterlandschaft glue wine, wine specialty, grape wine with natural flavors. Uh, it says here, burr, burr. It's cold outside. It must be winter and time to warm up the glue wine. This mulled wine has hints of vanilla, cinnamon, cloves, orange, and lemon peel with a touch of sweetness. It is traditionally served warm and is ideal for the winter season. And it does say only warm up, do not boil, ready to drink. And this is shipped by uh, St. Gisbertus Wine Calorie, uh, GmbH, and that's, I guess that's in Germany, imported by Serenity Imports in Stamford, Connecticut. And there is, uh, how much, how much alcohol is in this thing? Do I see it down here? Oh, it says one liter. This is a liter bottle, by the way. One liter, and it has 8.5% ABV. So that's, that's what that's all about there. So there's the glue wine. Now we're going to open this in just a couple of moments. And, you know, I have, <laughs> I think I just want to go ahead and open it now. This is, this is very interesting. Now, what, the way this works, if you've never had mulled wine before, and I haven't, but I watched a YouTube video on it not too long ago, and I, I read up a lot on it, on, on how, how this, uh, this mulled wine thing works, and you heat it up. It's heated. Now you can drink it over ice, apparently, but uh, you can. But it's generally traditionally heated up. Now it's not boiled, as it says on the back. You, you don't boil it, but you heat it up to its until it's simmering, until it's uh, got a good simmer on it, and then you serve it in uh, these uh, in these glasses and these mulled wine glasses. And I happen to have, I picked up a set of these glasses here. So um, looking forward to to trying it out tonight. I have a couple of colors. It came in four colors. And uh, 
I have to heat this up. Now, the way this is going to work is I'm going to heat it up right here. I have a hot plate that I will show you in a few moments. And we're going to heat it up right here. Now, during the, the power's on, so I have to keep an eye on it. This is going to be a little tricky because I have never really heated up something. I've never done anything with a stovetop here in the studio before. So I'm hoping it's not going to take out the lights or it's not going to trip a breaker or something. Uh, <laughs> we'll find out. I'll end this show real quick. So um, to open this wine, it's sealed up pretty good. To open it up, I guess you can open it from here. Uh, I, I could use my foil cutter, but this is not... I don't know if you can see it real well, but this this thing, it's... It has a screw cap, but it's sealed. Let me try using the foil cutter. I, uh, all right, let me try the foil cutter first and see if that works. Oh, that helps. Definitely helps a lot. So we've got the foil off, more or less, partly off. And we're going to get the rest of it off here. There we go. Let's just take this whole thing off. There we go. That works. I discarded this and... Maybe Bill can hold it for me down here. Uh, he's he's just laying there. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and open this up. Mulled wine, all right. Interesting, interesting. Smells kind of like wine, spiced wine. Now, as I said before, as I was reading before, this wine has hints of vanilla, cinnamon, cloves, orange, and lemon peel with a touch of sweetness. Now, as you know, I uh, I am not a big fan of real sweet wines. This is a little bit different. It's a dessert wine, of course. So we're going to try it out. And to try it out, I have my I have a little saucepan here, and this is how you kind of do it. Uh, let me move the let me uh, remove the uh, lower third there for a minute if I can. Um let me go close up. There we go. See if I can close that let lower third. There we go. <clears throat> so everyone can see what's going on. So we're going to pour some of this in here. I'm not sure how much to pour in. I guess it's however much you want to drink. You could probably pour the whole liter bottle in there. This is a one liter. That's what it says here. This is a one liter saucepan. And uh, this is Park's saucepan, I believe. So we're just going to pour some in here. Oh, this is fun, isn't it? Okay. Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to... Well, should I pour more in there? I don't know. What do you think, Tom? I think I should pour more in there and just leave it be. I'm pretty sure I know what uh, Chi says <laughs> about that. Uh, I don't know anybody else in the chat. Uh, okay, well, let's go ahead and pour a little bit more. We'll just pour a little bit more. All right, I, I tell you what, let's pour it, nah, it's, yeah, okay. There we go. Okay, more, a little more. Okay, all right, there we go. It doesn't seem like enough. Okay, I think that's enough. All right, so we've got this poured in here. For those who are listening to the podcast later, I have just poured the glue wine, which has no glue in it, as far as I know, into the saucepan. It's a glass saucepan. It's Pyrex, I believe. And I'm going to turn on 
I'm going to turn on the the uh, here we go. Let me get to camera three here. Want to turn on the? Yes, I do. I actually have a and, and it's going to get real hot. I have a a hot plate here, and it's about to get real hot. We're going to we're going to place this on the hot plate. Hopefully, it's stable enough to hold that. All right. So uh, we've got this on the hot plate, and yes, I have a a uh, spoon to stir it with. So we're going to let this heat. Now, I don't know, really, to be honest, how long this is going to take to start simmering. I really have no idea. But it will uh, start simmering soon, I suppose. It does kind of look like it's off-center, doesn't it? Um, okay, I don't want to mess around with it too much. Let's just leave it alone. <laughs> I don't want to... I don't want to burn down the studio or anything. All right, so, yeah, don't want to do that. All right, so while it's simmering, let's uh, let's learn a little bit about this wine, shall we? So I went up online to find out more about this glue wine, see what this was all about. And... I really didn't find a whole lot on this particular brand. It, it, it seems like this is just, it's a very, uh, it's, there are just a, a lot of different labels that look all looks the same, same kind of bottle and everything, but they're just different labels on it. So I'm not sure exactly what that means. If that's, uh, there are different uh, uh, wineries that, that make this, that, that just use the same type of bottle or maybe it's just one winery and they just put a lot of li little different labels and sold them as different branded wines. I have no idea. I really don't know that much about this wine other than it's from Germany and uh, it's supposed to be very, very good. Now, I did look on a, a couple places. Uh, the, the listing on Vivino has something on Peter Mertes. And the winery, and that's in Rhein, is it Rheinhessen, Germany, and they give it an average rating of three point eight um, out of out of uh, I guess five uh, out of twenty eight thousand five hundred thirty nine ratings, and according to their website, uh, and, and I'm not going to read everything from their website, but apparently he is Peter Mertes is a German winemaker. And he, uh, he said, he, I guess he founded this winery and gave it the name. Um, it says learn more. <laughs> Found the winery and gave it his name, Peter Mertes. So that's a, he, he gave it his own name. Okay. All right. There's nothing unusual about that. He's got 358 employees. They bring selected wines to people all around the globe, and they feature wines from Germany, Europe, Africa, Australia, North, and South America, available at major retailers in more than 60 countries. So that's a little bit about the winemaker. I'm not going to read through all of that, but that's that's coming from Vivino's website directly. What I did see uh, when I looked up the listing specifically for this particular wine, this glue wine, uh, Apparently, there are not enough ratings for any of the years that they have it listed for, um, and but they do say it as a popular dessert wine, and uh, they have it listed with an average uh, price of four dollars and eight cents. Now, 
I looked around at some other places online, and I really couldn't find any pricing on it per se. I did look at the pricing on Total Wine, and Total Wine has it listed for $9.99. That is where I purchased this wine, as a matter of fact. And I do have the receipt right here from Total Wine. Is the receipt for this one liter uh, Winterland Shaft Glue Wine, $9.99. I paid $9.99 for it. Now it's starting to make some noise over here, so let's go back over to camera three. And let's see what's going on there. I, I wonder if I need to stir this a little bit. I saw in one of the videos it had to be stirred periodically. But it looks like it's... Yeah. It's starting to make a little noise, so it's starting to simmer just a little bit. Not quite simmering just yet. It's getting there. Yes, it is starting to simmer. But you don't want to boil the wine, and as I understand, it boils fairly quickly. I think we got it. I think it's just about... Is it smart? Yes, it is simmering. Okay, well, we don't want to take it to a boil, so let's turn down the heat. Let's turn... Tell you what, let's turn the heat off. That might be better. Okay, we're going to turn the heat off. That was quick, wasn't it? All right, so it is simmering. And we're going to bring it over here. This is hot, so I have to be very, very careful with it. Let's see if I can... I don't want to burn the table with it or anything, but let me go ahead and... Yeah, I don't want to burn me with it either. All right, so let's go ahead and pour this into the... into the glass. Now, this is supposed to be a glass that's supposed to handle uh, hot and cold drinks. That's supposedly... So we'll we'll see how that works out. Let me set this back on top of the... Well, I don't know if I should or not. Well, I turned the heat off, so it should be all right. And um, let me... I didn't have this prepared, but let me go ahead and put it on top just to be sure because I don't want to mess up my nice desk here. I'll put it on top of the official Drink With Rick coaster. That is a perfect use for this coaster for hot or cold drinks. And this is a bit hot, so we're going to let it cool down just a little bit. Oh, wow, it smells really spicy, and wow, it smells like hot wine. Oh, wow, that just goes right, <laughs> right up the nostrils there. Spices, yes, spices. And yeah, there's a mix of spices. Uh, what did they say this was? Cinnamon. That's, uh, I, I remember the cinnamon, uh, cinnamon. Vanilla, cinnamon, cloves, orange, and lemon peel with a touch of sweetness. So I could smell a little bit of the cinnamon. I could get a little bit of the cloves, I think. Yeah, there's, I, I can smell some clove in here. I like clove, by the way. I do like clove. I, I love the clove gum. You know, some people hate that stuff, but uh, I always, ever since I was a kid, I, I always thought the clove gum was pretty cool. But I like cloves, and I like that's why I like some of those teas, like a chai tea and constant comment teas like that that have clove in it. Mm. It's still too hot to drink. Wow, I'm maybe I hope I didn't heat it up too much. Hope it's not too hot. It it was simmering. It was not quite boiling. I didn't get quite to boiling. I turned it off when it was just about starting to boil. And they, they say, you know, don't let it boil, but just get it up to the simmering part. And then uh, I turned it off. Uh, so I don't know if I did this correctly or not. Like I said, this is my first time doing this. 
making mold wine. And uh, wow, what an experience it's been so far. <laughs> it, it has indeed. So let me check the chats real quick once again and uh, see anything, any comments on. And sent out, oh, Sidhana Gupta's in the chat. Sidhana, it's good to see you, by the way. And uh, Sidhana said it should be a half a liter at least. It should be half a liter at least. Um, hmm. Well, too late for me to pour it back in the bottle and <laughs> reheat it. But I, I thanks for the thanks for the advice on that. By the way, yeah, it's my first time making mulled wine. I don't really know that much about it, but we're going to try it. But it was enough to fill the the glass and a little bit more. And as soon as it cools down, just a little bit. Does it look like I made it correctly, though, Sidhana? Yeah, uh, I'm, apparently you've you've done it before then, right? Uh, I, I assume you have. Uh, I have had a lot of wine in my day, but I, I've never really had mulled wine. So this is kind of a new experience for me. But, uh, Sidhana, do you, uh, now, did I do it correctly or did I overheat it? That's that's my concern. I want to make sure I didn't overheat it. I understand I'm supposed to simmer. It looked like it was kind of sim simmering. It started to, it wasn't quite boiling yet, but I turned it off before, it, where it was just about to get to that point. So uh, hopefully it's hot enough. Now this is very, this is still very hot. <laughs> I'm going to cool down just a little bit for just a, a few moments. But Santana, thanks uh, for being here tonight. And uh, let's see, anyone else... Uh, on a kick. Okay. Well, we're good so far. And Tom, how are you doing tonight? So, uh, all the, and all those folks watching uh, on some of the other venues there and on Facebook. Um, you know, let's see. Okay. All right. So, we've got, let me make sure I, I don't have the, there we go. Make sure I have everything where it's supposed to be, <laughs> because I, I want to. I really do want to try this wine. Now, there's something else I did here to go with the wine, because I understand that this is served. It can this can be served with with uh, a lot of different foods, and I did not prepare any food to pair it with per se. Not any regular dinner food or anything like that. We had some pasta for dinner tonight. I didn't think that was uh, a good fit for this. But my lovely wife, Chi, she's been under the weather this week, so she has a night off. And I said, you know, she says, I, I didn't prepare anything for her. I said, don't worry about it. It's okay. Um, you know, I, I wanted to rest. But I did prepare this. I'm going back to camera three. Uh, if you can see to the side here, I don't want to push everything over too much, but I did prepare a few treats because, as I was saying, this is a dessert wine, so I prepared uh, some cookies and, and uh, yeah, those are Trader Joe's dark chocolate. These are dark chocolate peanut butter cups. We love these things. My son and I both love these things. They're really, really good. So it's still a little bit warm to drink. Let me see if I can try this. Try a little bit. Mm. But it smells good. It smells smells kind of rich. Wow. Okay, wow. This is um this is really interesting. 
Yeah, I'm smelling. I, I'm I'm I was smelling the cinnamon, the clove, but I'm I'm tasting cinnamon, clove, and a little bit of uh, a little bit of orange in there. And it's mixing with the wine because I'm getting the grape from the wine. And uh, interesting enough, there's not I'm not really getting alcohol taste in the wine. And, you know, I don't like wines that are too strong in the alcohol taste because you can't really enjoy the wine. This I can enjoy the taste of the wine. This I can see kicking back. On a very very cold night, and just having a cup of this, I can see why this is popular. I just had a couple of sips, but I really like it so far. Mm. Wow! Yeah, this is good. This is cool, and not in a cold way. I mean, this is <laughs> this is nice. I like it. Hmm. Yeah, Sanhana, I think you're right. I, I think I should have uh, put at least half a liter in there. Uh, I'll remember. I'll try to remember that for next time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I should have had half a liter in there uh, definitely because uh, I can see myself drinking this uh, quite a bit. Now it's not really that cold outside tonight. Uh, we we had a couple of cold nights earlier this week. We had a really really cold snap uh, earlier in the week. And I, I know they're getting some snow in some places, and, and a lot of uh, a lot of cold weather. Uh, it's not so bad here in uh, North Carolina at the moment. Uh, we're near the, no the North South Carolina border, so it's not not that cold tonight. It's in the fifties, I think. I think they were, they said it was going to go down to like thirty nine or something. It wasn't going to be quite freezing, but this is still. It's hot in the studio though, because I'm wearing this really thick sweater, and I got that thing. You know, that's not generating any heat. But we had this this hot plate was going, and that generated a lot of heat. And I don't really have I have the door closed to the studio, so uh, to minimize the noise from outside. So uh, this is uh, this is very very good. Mm. Oh, I like this. I have to heat up some more. Oh yeah, that, I well, I can really get into this now. Yes, once again, I'm I'm not a sweet wine kind of guy, but when they said it's sweetness, it, it's it's just a little sweet. It's just it's not sweet enough to be like sickeningly sweet, like some like some wines are. This this is a, a very nice. I like this, and I really can't taste. Uh, I can't really taste the alcohol in it per se much. I think probably most of the alcohol is burned off. I don't know. I probably boiled it away. But I like this. I like. I could see myself having this with with uh, some desserts and and serving this, you know, uh, oh, next to a fire going and and just kicking back in the easy chair and you know with a dog and at the uh, you know. At my feet and just sort of uh, just relaxing from the fireplace on a on a cold cold winter night. This is kind of cool. I mean, this I mean, this is cool. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's nice. I like it. Mm. Yeah, I like this a lot. This is really 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 good. Hmm. My first experience with mulled wine, and I really like this. 
This is new to me. <laughs> I have to try this more often. The other thing I need to get is I need to get, I'll have a dog, but I need to get an easy chair and, and we need to get the fireplace going downstairs and sit back and, and we need some snow, I guess. <laughs> so, so yeah, I can really, really enjoy this to the max, right? I like this. Very, very good. So let me go back to the chats for just a moment and see how everyone else is doing. I hope everyone's doing fine. And uh, let's see. Okay, we're we're good. For, we're good for now. And uh, those of you watching on Kick, jump in, and say hi, please. And it's that Yachty is in the chat. It's that Yachty says, "Hey Rick, uh, how are you?" And um, I'm doing just fine. I've, I'm trying this mulled wine. How are you doing, by the way? It's that Yachty. Um, it's good to see you here. Thanks for joining us here tonight. This my first time making mulled wine, and it's uh, nice and hot, still piping hot, and I'm really enjoying it. This is really nice. And I'm glad I didn't burn down the studio while I was preparing it on this hot plate here a little while ago. Not that I was too worried about it, but to be honest, I, uh, <laughs> I did uh, mess up an outlet earlier when I was <clears throat> during the rehearsal. <laughs> Tonight, no, I, I didn't drink the wine during the rehearsal. I was just testing the hot plate out because I wanted to make sure. I just purchased this thing and, and just for tonight, and I just wanted to make sure that this wasn't going to overload circuits and things, and then all of a sudden everything was just going to come down and, you know, all the lights would blow and everything, and I'd be offline trying to make uh, something up here in the studio. Um, that didn't happen. That's good. I'm glad that didn't happen. And in the process, I have this really, really nice mulled wine. Um, but no, I, I took out an outlet on this thing earlier today, so I had to switch outlets to another one that was working. So um, that, you know what I need to do? And by the way, uh, for those who are just joining me here tonight, we're trying mulled wine and... We're going to try a spiced beer. I can hardly wait to try this. It's called Holiday Bash Spiced Beer. I have it cooling right here. Yes, I have something hot, and then I have something cold here waiting in the wings in the official Drink with Rick ice bucket. So uh, I can hardly wait to get to that. We're going to try and review that out as well. So far, I really love this wine. This is really, really nice. And this is what it is. Again, it's called Glue Wine. It's Winterland Shaft Glue Wine from Peter uh, from Peter Murtas Wine Keller, not Wine Killer, Wine Keller. <laughs> and this, I really enjoy this wine. This is really nice. I want to continue drinking it while it's still hot. So, to answer your question, it's that Yanni. I'm doing just fine tonight. Thank you, and I hope you're doing fine as well. Uh, oh, we have some. We have a national day to toast too, so stick around for that because we're going to toast that very shortly. I'm not sure whether to toast it with this glue wine or with the uh, with the beer. I think we're going to do it with the the wine here because this seems like a holiday kind of a seems like a really holiday kind of thing to to uh, to toast with. Before I do that, I do I do have this on camera three. We're going to. 
pair it up with a cookie. How about that? Because I want to try and pair it with a cookie. And not just a cookie, but you know what it needs? Well, these are butter cookies, and I've been eating way too many of these. Let me go ahead and try one. Try one of these butter cookies. Mmm. I don't know if they're from Germany, but I'm pretty sure they're going to go really well with this wine. Mm. Oh, wow. That's a nice mix. Mm. Very nice mix. Mm. Butter cookie and a glue line. Mm. This is good. You know what this cookie needs, though? There's one thing that this cookie needs, and that's some sprinkles. I'm going to throw a few sprinkles on this cookie. Go back to camera three. I know, because I haven't, these sprinkles, I haven't used the sprinkles in a long time. All right. Let's try a cookie with sprinkles on it. That's the way to do it. So let's just get it up. If the sprinkles will stay on there. Okay. Uh, mm. So I need is more food under the desk. Mm. Mm. That's good. Man, I'm really liking this wine. This is tasty. Making my nose runny a little bit, but uh, this is really, uh, really tasty. Wow, I like it. Um. What more can I say about this glue wine? Except um, this this mold wine, mold wine. I, I I've got to do this more often. Okay, so uh, well, I guess everyone knows how I am right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, let's go ahead and uh, I, I tell you what. Before we before we get to the trying the beer, let's. Go ahead and toast the national days because I, th I think we do need to do that. And we have some national, we have a couple of national days to toast, not too many. We have a couple. Uh, today, which is December 23rd, uh, for another hour and 20 minutes, an hour 21 minutes, it is um, National Roots Day. And let me explain what this is all about National Roots Day. And by the way, all these national days come from nationaldaycalendar.com. National Day Calendar is Marlo Anderson's site. He is the CEO and the curator of all these national days. So, Marlo, thank you very much. Here are the national days, December 23rd, National Roots Day. Now, let me explain what this is. And this is coming from nationaldaycalendar.com. I'm going to read this. It says, National Roots Day on December 23rd encourages families to delve into their family history, heritage, and ancestry. Each year during the holidays is an ideal time to collect family information. While families gather around the table telling stories and sharing memories, someone is sure to be the family historian. It is entirely possible a grandparent, parent, aunt, or uncle has already started a family tree and will share with other family members. So that's what National Roots Day. Find your, go back to your roots. Find your roots. Build your family tree. Get to know your family tree. I think it's important. I, th I really do think that uh, knowing your heritage and your family history is really, really important. I have a family heritage, a family history. 
as I think we all do. Uh, but mine is very, very interesting. I'm not going to go into it now. But um, needless to say, I would probably have to say the historian in my family is probably my sister, Gina. She has really been doing a lot of research in our family history. And uh, she, I, I would say that she's probably the historian in her family. Needless to say, I come from an Italian background, come from a an Italian family. And uh, it goes way back, way back deadly, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> so there you, there you go. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's my, uh, my, uh, my heritage, my history. Anyway, to uh, what were we toasting, y'all? Uh, yes, National Roots Day. I will drink to that. Here's the National Roots Day. Well, I like this glue one. This uh, mulled wine, this is pretty good. I have to fill the glass again a little bit. Maybe we'll make a little bit more of this. I'm, I'm going to have to empty the... There we go. Let's just empty there. <laughs> wow, I like this glue wine. Did I mention that I like this glue wine? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, th I, th I think I did. <laughs> so... Today is also, this is the other national day that's really, really big, and I think that we really need to uh, celebrate this. I, I'm looking forward to celebrating this. Today is, drumroll please, Festivus. Today is Festivus. Yes, the festival for the rest of us. It's Festivus, so happy Festivus Day. I don't really have a, any music for Festivus, but I could play the more cowbell. Happy <laughs> that's, the only, that's the only tune I got here that I could play for Festivus Day. I don't really have any official Festivus music. Uh, but for those of you who don't know what Festivus is, I'm going to read this from nationaldaycalendar.com, part of this, and then part of it from... from uh, from uh, Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia that's continuously asking us for money. Uh, each year on December 23rd, Festivus commemorates a holiday episode of the television comedy Seinfeld. In 1997, the popular television comedy brought Festivus to the masses when Frank Costanza, played by Jerry Stiller, explains he invented the holiday in response to the, commercial, uh, the commercialism of Christmas. Its slogan is, A Festivus for the Rest of Us. So here's how to observe Festivus. Well, you know, before we get to that, let me go ahead and read the, what Wikipedia says about it, because this is very, very interesting. So Festivus is a secular holiday. This is coming from Wikipedia. Festivus is a secular holiday celebrated on December 23rd as an alternative to the pressures and commercialism of the Christmas season. Originally created by author Daniel O'Keefe, Festivus entered popular culture after it was made the focus of the 1997 Seinfeld episode, The Strike, which O'Keefe's son, Dan O'Keefe, co-wrote. Um, so, uh, this is... Uh, this. This is how you celebrate. It's it's a parody, but it's also a, an actual festival now because a lot of so many people have 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 latched onto it. It's become very popular and, and famous from that Seinfeld episode that a lot of people are now celebrating it. 
pretty much for real. Well, is it kind of for fun, but also kind of for real? For real, you know, it's almost like uh, talk like a pirate day kind of thing. But uh, it's be, it's really latched on to pop culture, and uh, a lot of people are actually celebrating it. And uh, December twenty third is Festivus. That's right. So uh, here's how you can celebrate Festivus. And this is coming from uh, from the uh, the nationalnetcalendar.com. All right, here's what you do to celebrate Festivus. You adorn an aluminum Festivus pole to be displayed in the home. You know what I forgot to do? Let's do that now. Let's go, to, go ahead and adorn the pole, the Festivus. Well, you don't really adorn it. You just kind of, it's supposed to be a plain pole. You don't really adorn it at all. But there we go. There's our Festivus pole right there. Festivus pole. You adorn an aluminum Festivus pole to be displayed in the home. Now, in the O'Keefe household, there was no pole. Instead, a clock placed in a bag and nailed to the wall. (laughs) Uh, The other thing you do, you get the pole. It's a plain aluminum pole. You just stick up there. By the way, thanks for for my son Tommy uh, for for making this. He actually designed this. Let me show you. Uh, here's a closer shot of it. Happy Festivus for everybody, to everybody. Um, here's a yeah Festivus. We need uh, we need some uh, applause for that, right? All right. So. What you do is you adorn an aluminum festivus pole to be displayed in the home. Then you serve a traditional dinner in the evening. Now, it's not really specified what a traditional dinner is, except it's just, I guess, it's just a traditional dinner. A dinner. You just serve dinner, I guess. During dinner, during dinner, you allow the airing of the grievances. That's that's one of the, the traditions there. You have the airing of the grievances. Each person takes turns describing how the others have disappointed him or her over the past year. <laughs> yes, that's uh, the airing of the grievances. Uh, then after that, you have the feats of strength. Feats of strength follows dinner. First you have the dinner, and then you have the feats of strength, and that involves wrestling the head of the household. Now, the holiday is not complete unless the head of the household is pinned. If you don't pin the head of the household, that could result in perpetual festivus. <laughs> and who really wants that? Oh, great. <laughs> you know? Then, after that, you have the festivus miracle. And that's uh, the Festivus miracle. Everyone, I guess, you sit around and recount a Festivus miracle for the year. It's a frequent, what a a Festivus miracle is, it's a frequent, if unimpressive, miracle. Uh, For instance, you may count carrying all the groceries into the house for dinner without tripping or dropping one of the bags as a Festivus miracle. I have a Festivus miracle. I do. So, um, and then, of course, you watch the Seinfeld episode. <laughs> now, while you're watching the Seinfeld episode, what you do is you count the number of miracles. You pick up an aluminum pole, you decorate it, let the airing of the grievances begin, and celebrate. And uh, then you use pound Festivus 
uh, hashtag. They don't say pound, they say hashtag on social media. Hashtag Festivus to post on social media. Well, we're going to celebrate Festivus a little bit. To, uh, to celebrate Festivus, I have an airing of the grievance. <laughs> an airing of the grievances and a, and a, mir- a miracle. <clears throat> Dynamite62 is in the chat, by the way. Dynamite62 is in the chat on Twitch. And uh, Dynamite says, uh, salutation, my good sir. And salutation right back at you. I hope you're doing well this evening. And uh, we're trying the mulled wine. For the first time, we're trying mulled wine. It's very, very good. I prepared it right here on camera three, right out of there. And I might prepare some more before the night's over because uh, this is really good stuff. (laughs) Enjoy it. We had it with a cookie. We're going to open up a a beer here in a a few moments, but uh, let's go ahead and finish with the Festivus uh, celebration. And for those watching on uh, Kit, jump in there and say hi. Tell me how you're doing. Tell me what you're drinking. Tell me what you're not drinking. Tell me what you'd like to be drinking. Or tell me what you like seeing me drinking besides this mulled wine. And if I could afford a bottle of it, I'll see if I can find it, buy it, drink it, and give it a fair and an honest review. There you go. All right. So for the Festivus celebration... I have an earring of the greens. I'm, I don't have anybody to wrestle. I am the head of the household here, so I, I can't really very well wrestle myself to the ground tonight. Although this might probably, <laughs> if I drink enough of it, it might have me on the ground. I might be wrestling with myself. Uh, yeah, I don't want it to get that far. I don't want to get that far into the bottle. But I do have a grievance. All right, so as you see on camera three, this is what I purchased. See right here tonight? I purchased this from Walmart tonight. This is a, a little hot play for $23, $25, something like that. And um, I purchased this on Walmart because, and I had to do it the last minute because, well, uh, I had actually purchased another one from Amazon Amazon.com. This is where I got these glasses, by the way. I got these from Amazon. So far, they're 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 pretty. They're holding up pretty well. Uh, but I purchased actually I purchased these glasses second. First thing I I did was I purchased a hot plate from Amazon. It was a really nice nice one, and I had. Well, I don't know if it's nice. It looked nice. I I don't know because I never received it yet, and that's. Yeah, that's where the grievance comes in. Uh, the grievance comes in because they said, "Well, we'll have it delivered by December. What was it, Thursday, December the? Uh, yeah, by Friday, uh, Thursday, December the twenty-first. So I said, "That's fine." So I went ahead and ordered it. Ordered it in plenty of time to have it delivered December twenty-first. Lo and behold, I don't know where that comes from. Lo and behold. Okay. Anyway, so uh, I was expecting on the 21st, and they kept saying, oh, it's going to arrive by 6 in the evening or 8 p.m. I'm like, okay, I'm watching for it by 8 p.m. 8 p.m. rolls around, nothing there. So I, I log into Amazon. They say, oh, it's going to be here by 9 p.m. I'm like, okay, great. And they said it was loaded on the truck, that the the carrier had loaded on the truck, and it was on its way out here. <clears throat> I said, fine, be here at 9 o'clock. I should be up at 9 o'clock, whatever, not a big deal. It did not arrive. So I'm, I'm thinking, well, 
9 o'clock. Maybe they're a little late. They got a lot of packages. That's kind of, you know, it's the holiday season, a lot of packages. So I said, okay, well, hang around. 10 o'clock rolled around. It still wasn't there. And I'm thinking, well, what's going on? So I logged back in. And now they have something there saying that, well, your package was delayed. And it's not going to be here till December 28th. That's next week. And I'm and at this point I, I'm thinking, well, that's not good. That's unacceptable because I have this show to do on the 23rd, and that's not going to do me any good at all if this thing uh, arrives on the 28th. Because I only bought it to do this episode. I bought it specifically to do this show, you know, so I could make the mold wine. Didn't show up, and they said it was going to be here till the 28th. I said, well, this is not good. So, um, so I checked around and I found out that I could actually call them, call Amazon for support, which that's not an easy task. So I called them and uh, I, I got through their IVR system and I navigated through all the, the automated stuff. And then uh, I actually got a real person and I explained to this person my situation. I'm thinking, well, you know, I, I really need this thing. It's, it's not going to, you know... They said it was going to arrive, but then they changed it. The thing is, they said it was on the truck, and then they said it wasn't going to be here till the 28th. I'm like, how long are they going to keep it on the truck? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and um, so I'm explaining this to the lady, and she goes, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then she she it just she just cut off. I said, well, can, can you do something? And uh, I, I said, I want to cancel this order because I'm going to have to buy it from somewhere else. As soon as I said that, it was like dead air. It was just just dead. The, the phone just went dead. And I'm thinking, well, maybe I lost the call. Maybe it dropped somehow. So I thought, okay, well, I don't want to have to go through the IVR system again, their, their phone system. So I said, I'll, I'll go to the chat because I had the chat there. So I get in the chat, and it's a chat bot, of course, and, and you know, have to go through all the formalities of trying to navigate through that chat bot thing. And then it finally got to who I apparently was a real person at that point. And I went through, I had to type in the whole situation all over again. I said, this is unacceptable. Can't do this. I, I need to cancel this order so I can order a, a different one so I can have it in here in time. And she seemed kind of nice at first, and then she got really, it was almost like she was getting really snarky. It was almost like she was just being sarcastically nice, you know. Uh, you know, she's not, you're not really being nice, but you're kind of pretending to be nice, but you're kind of really, uh, you know, just being really snarky about it. So at that point, I was getting a little irritated, and I I, I said, "Well, the, okay, can can you just cancel this order?" And she and she goes, "Well, all you have to do is refuse the order." I said, "Well, I'm not. I'm going to be at work. I, I, they're going to deliver the order while I'm I'm at, I'm at work, and I'm not going to have an opportunity to cancel the order uh, when it you know." You know, refuse the order. I think that's what she said. You know, you just refuse the order. I and I said, well, I'm going to be at work. I'm not going to be there to refuse the 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 uh, the the package. And then she goes, well, when they call ahead, just just tell them you don't want it when they call ahead to uh, before they deliver it. And um and now I'm thinking, I think this person's messing with me. 
I, I now at this point I'm starting to think that she's really messing with me because I said, since when does an Amazon carrier call ahead to tell you they're on their way? That I doesn't happen to me. <laughs> I don't know who it happens. Does an Amazon carrier ever call you when you're? I don't know. Anyone out there, does an Amazon carrier call you to let you know that they're going to be delivering a package? That doesn't happen to me. So I told her, I said, wait a minute, Amazon carriers don't call before they deliver the package. They don't call that. And then she got really snarky with me and says, well, is there anything I can do to put a smile on your face today? And I'm thinking, well, you could just cancel this order now if if, if you could. And... She goes, oh, you just, you know, and, and at that point, she just cut out. She says, well, this has ended. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, my. So at that point, I knew I was going to have to go drive around town, and I had to drive all around town to find a hot plate because you realize how many places don't have hot plates? Most of them don't. And a lot of them advertise, like all these big box stores, uh, 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 Target and Home Depot and Lowe's and all these places, they advertise they've got all these hot plates online, but they're for order. They're not available in their store. You have to order it and they get here, you know, after the holidays. And that was not going to help me. So I went to Walmart. I drove all, over, all around town looking for something for hours. Finally got to Walmart. I'm like, this is my last hope, Obi-Wan. Um, and I I got there, and lo and behold, they had one. <laughs> one hot plate. Actually, technically they had two, but one didn't look in great shape. So I, I went ahead and got that one hot plate, and here it is. And there you go. Well, that story went a lot longer than I planned. But that was my that's the airing of my grievance. <laughs> Everybody, Everybody's gone now. <laughs> that story was way too long. All right, so anyway, now I have a miracle, a Festivus miracle. Here's my Festivus miracle. Everybody ready for the Festivus miracle? Uh, I took I took the uh, Amber the dog out this evening to do her business, or this afternoon. I, I took the dog out to do her business, as I often do. And it's a miracle that I didn't step in it. There you go. There's there's my there's my Festus miracle. I'll drink to that. All right. Here's to Festivus, the Festivus for the rest of us. I'll drink to that. All right, let's see what it's... You know, we have a couple of national days left here. This is... Uh, we've got national... Uh, December 24th. We have one more. National uh, National Eggnog Day is December 24th. And you know, in honor of National Eggnog Day, I have some eggnog. Should I open this eggnog? No, let me show you what I've got here for the eggnog. I, I really hate to open this eggnog right now. Really, <laughs> this mulled wine is so good. I don't really want to have to open this uh, eggnog if I don't have to, but I do have the eggnog. Uh, let's let's show you this eggnog here. There we go. This is the eggnog. This comes from Trader Joe's. 
The original Trader Joe's Old Fashioned Eggnog, it's wine-based, of course, made with real dairy cream. It says serve over ice. I, uh, well, I have some ice. I've got some ice in there. I could probably serve over it. Other than standard orange wine with natural flavors. I'm not sure if I really want to open this. 13.9% ABV, which converts to 27.8 proof. I'm telling you, I'm going to be sauced tonight, I think, if I if I drink this eggnog. But I uh, will probably open some up. Here's the back. The back says, a Trader Joe's Old Fashioned Eggnog, wine-based, prepared and bottled by Levesque Corporation, Mira Loma, California. Contains milk and eggs. Shake well before serving and refrigerate after opening. Well, I'll tell you what let's do. Let's go ahead and shake well. And we will, I, I've got something to, to serve it in. I've got a little ice and I can serve it in this glass here. I could serve it in this, uh, this genuine crystal glass. All right. We'll serve it in that, and uh, let me open it up first. Oh, wait a minute. I should shake it. It says shake well, didn't it? Isn't that what it said? It said shake well. It did say that, just to make sure. Yes, it says contains milk and eggs. Shake. Does it say it on that side? Yeah, it said uh, shake well before serving. Refrigerate after opening. So that's what we're going to do. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a good shake. You know what we need to, to shake it with? We need to We need to have some. Cowbell. Here we go. Here's some cowbell. More cowbell. All right. I think it's shook up enough. It's all shook up. What you think? All right, let's go ahead and open this. We've got a little pull tab here. That's just a little twist cap. Opens right up. Look at that. Smells like eggnog with wine in it. I'll say that. All right. Well, I do have a little bit of ice from the official Drink with Rick ice bucket. So I'm going to... I don't have anything to serve it with. I'm just going to have to use my hands. Let's uh, get some ice. It's not... Here we go. I'm not going to put much in there, just a little bit. All right. So let's pour a little bit of this in here. It's a syrup. You can hear the glugging going on. I don't want to pour too much because I, I don't think I'm going to drink too much of this. I'm not really in an eggnog mood tonight. I like eggnog. I like eggnog when it's really well made, but... Um, I'm not sure about this. We had the peppermint wine last week. Once again, this is what... Oh, that's not it. Where is it? <laughs> this is it. We had the peppermint wine last week, and we're going to have this uh, eggnog this week. Let's give it a little tr taste. Kind of tastes like eggnog with orange wine in it. It's okay. I could serve it with a cookie, but I don't think I'm going to. It's just too... I, I want to get back to the malt wine. This is good. 
Well, let's see. Get a little more. It's not bad. It's okay. Okay. All right. It's passable. Not the best eggnog wine I've ever had. The wine-based eggnog. Not the... It's it's not the best alcoholic eggnog I've had. I've had better. But it's okay. I mean, it's passable. It's all right. From Trader Joe's. And I think I paid $8.99 for it. I don't remember what I did with the receipt. It was a while back. It's been sitting on the shelf there for two months. <laughs> uh, maybe that's why it tastes the way it does. I don't know. <laughs> anyway... Uh, yeah. So, uh, eggnog's out of the way. So here's to, oh, let's toast it. Why not? Here's to National Eggnog Day. That's December 24th uh, in uh, an hour, oh, well, it's 55 minutes. National Eggnog Day. All right. I'm toasting with eggnog. Yeah, I've had better eggnog. Uh, yeah, it's it's not bad. It's just not. It's it's okay. It's just okay. It's kind of like that peppermint stuff we had last week. Uh, it's uh, the, the peppermint. Do I have that? Do I have that still up here somewhere? I do. I do. Here it is. This is what we 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 tried this peppermint wine last week from Trader Joe's. Same stuff. Basically, the same wine. Same winery, same or same company, you know, whatever. It's it's all the same stuff. They just did a peppermint mix in it with uh, uh, with cream and whatever uh, instead of eggnog. This is the eggnog version. is uh, is what is what we have tonight. So um, where is it? Right here. I'm showing you the back end of it, but I can show you the. Do we and do I really need to show you the front of it again? <laughs> there, there's the front eggnog, eggnog wine. I think I want to go back to the, yeah, exactly, that, exactly. That's what that is. It's going back to the mold wine. I think it's better, although it's getting it's starting to cool down now a little bit. But it's better when it's hot. It's it, it is better when it's hot. I like this very very much. Well, we have one more thing to try here, and that is the spiced beer. I'm looking forward to trying this spiced beer. Before uh, before I do that, let me go back to the chats for a minute. Don't want to miss anyone in the chats. Hope everyone's doing well tonight. And uh, let's see. We're good. All right. All right, so let's go ahead and try this spiced beer and uh of course i've got i've got a beer mug for this i'm ready i'm ready for it so let me show you the spiced beer did i did i have that queued up and for those who are are listening and not watching uh i'm i do all my own switching here and i don't have a producer i'm just I'm <laughs> doing it all on the fly here all right this is what this is it's called holiday bash Spiced Winter Warmer Holiday Bash, and this is uh, this this is a it's a craft brew made from a craft brewery here in North Carolina. Let me go ahead and pull this out for just a moment. 
So out of the official drink with Rick Ice Bucket. Because I've been keeping it cold. Nice and cold. There we go. And let me show you a little bit more about this beer. Go back to this. Holiday Bashed. Uh, Holiday Bash Spiced Winter Warmer. Malty and Spice. So this is like a malt. It's malty and spice. I like that. 12 fluid ounces. 6.6% ABV. And there is something, there's an item here on the side that uh, I, I wanted to read as well, if I can find my, my photos again. Here we go. Uh, on the side says Raleigh Brewing. So Raleigh in, in Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh Brewing Holiday Bash combines a winter warmer with traditional fall spices to create a festive ale that can be enjoyed in any bash, no matter the holiday. This deeply complex beer has notes of pumpkin pie, mulled cider, hazelnuts, toast, sugar cookies, and chocolate. Oh my goodness, let me read this again. Pumpkin pie, mulled cider, hazelnuts, toast, sugar cookies, and chocolate. Oh my goodness, this is, uh, yeah, this is, this is going to be good. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm liking this so far. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's good. So, uh, all right. So, uh, I've got, I've got to have another uh, coaster here. Probably a paper towel or tissue or something because it's a lot of moisture here on the table. Okay, so uh, let me go ahead and open this beer up. Long shot so I can open this beer. I'm looking forward to trying this. This sounds like a holiday beer, right? Like mulled cider. Well, so we're going to... And it is. It's a dark, it's a dark lager. Oh, I love this. I love dark lager. I do, I do love these. So that's a, not a real... Big head on it, but it's it's uh, no, okay. It's fairly decent. It's not bad. Wow, I like this. Let's get a closer shot of this. Okay, so this is the this is you know this is it right here. Oh uh, wow, this is uh, really really nice. Nice head, nice nice dark dark complexion for this lager. Oh, I was I. I was kind of hoping it would be something like this, but I wasn't sure. I, I thought it might be lighter, a lot lighter than this, but I love these dark lagers. So look forward to try this. Let me smell it. Oh, wow. Yeah, it smells kind of spicy. Let's give it a taste. Hey. I like this. This is a winner all the way around. I like this. Very nice. Smooth. Malty. Definitely malty. Mm. Oh, I like this. It's very nice. Now, I don't know if I'm getting, what did this say? What does this say it was in it? Said it was, uh, 
Let's see. Deeply complex beer, pumpkin pie, mulled cider, hazelnuts, toast, sugar cookies, and chocolate. This is kind of a combination that, uh, well, uh, let's see what I'm tasting in here. I can't say I'm getting a lot of the pumpkin pie, but uh, mulled cider. I've never had mulled cider. This is the first time I had mulled wine tonight. So I, I, I don't think, well, yes, I have had mulled cider. What am I thinking? It's hot cider, right? It's hot cider. I've had hot cider before. Uh, pumpkin pie. Just a, a little bit. Hazelnuts. I'm not really getting that hazelnut taste too much. And I like I like hazelnuts. Uh, toast. Yeah, it's a little toasty. Sugar cookies. Mm. I don't know about the sugar cookies. And chocolate. Maybe a hint of chocolate. I'm not really getting the sugar cookies much. But I tell you what we could try it with. We could try it with one of these on camera three. You could try it with one of the cookies. Uh, these are butter cookies. Mm. Butter cookies and beer doesn't get much better than this, right? Mm -mm. Wow. Now, I'm getting a cookie taste, but I think it's mostly coming from that. Oh, yeah. This is a good beer. I like this beer. I'm glad I bought a couple more cans of it before I opened this one. I've never tried this beer before, by the way. And I have been waiting to try it because I saw it on the shelf. This was came from Trader Joe's, by the way. And I do have a receipt for it. What I paid for this 12-ounce can of this uh, Raleigh Brewing Seasonal, they call it Raleigh Brewing Seasonal here, this Holiday Bash beer, $2, $2 a can. So it's two, four, six, I think there's six cans on that. And they have a six pack there. It was like, uh, yeah, it was about $12 to $14 for the, for the thing, but for the, the six pack. But it's, uh, yeah, this, I like this. Now, I could have this. I could try this with some of those Trader Joe's. No, I don't think so. Those chips. See, I, yeah. I was thinking that the uh, those pepper chips, but no, no, I can't do that on this. This is not that kind of beer. It's, it's a good beer, though. It's a good beer. I could have this with some pretzels. Why not? You know what I could have this with? I could have this with one of those Auntie Anne's pretzels. You know, the the, the, the big fancy ones. The really doughy Auntie Anne's pretzels with the salt and stuff like that. Yeah, I could do that with this. Yeah, I could do that. Nice. Well, this has been a winner all the way around. Look at that. For for this show, I'm 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 uh, I'm very happy. I'm very happy that uh, that this has been. Uh, well, it's well, I'm happier than that. This is how, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is how happy I I like this. Really good. Good choice all the way around.
All right. Well, uh, I I think that's pretty much all I had on on the agenda tonight. I'll give a, a final review of the wine, though. Yeah, we what we did was we introduced this this wine. We had we tried the wine tonight. This glue wine, mulled wine. Never, this is the first time I had mulled wine. This is great stuff. Uh, I really enjoy this. I'm going to have to have it again. I'm glad I did save another half the half the bottle of it because I'm gonna I'm gonna try out, I'm gonna try it again tomorrow. Have to have it for uh, for tomorrow night. Uh, we uh, paired it with some cookies. Paired it with uh, whatever's on left of the, the stuff on camera three. I didn't try it with the I, I don't dare with the dark chocolate peanut butter cups from Trader Joe's. It's it's, it's too much sugar. It's too much sugar here tonight. Um, I also tried the. Eggnog. The eggnog was was interesting. Um, that was an interesting. This Trader Joe's eggnog. It's okay. It's just okay. The holiday bash. We just opened the holiday bash beer. That was also. Uh, I, I I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the holiday bash beer from Raleigh Brewing. But what I really am impressed with is this mulled wine. The mulled wine is really good. Uh, kind of, I hate switching back and forth between these things. It's like you're using the wine, and then I've got the beer as a chaser and the eggnog. Eh. Uh, I don't want to throw the eggnog in the mix anymore. It's just not. It's not healthy. But uh, this is pretty good. Cinnamon spice and everything nice in here. I have to say that. I recommend this. I recommend the glue wine, uh, the eggnog. I could take a pass on, but the the holiday bash beer, the holiday bash beer, I really really enjoyed. I've got to get the front of that thing back on there. I enjoyed uh, both of these. These were both. We had a hot and a cold. Uh, where's my? There it is. <laughs> There's the front. I had, we had a hot and a cold drink tonight, alcoholic drink, and uh, I think that both over went over really, really well. Really enjoyed both of them and uh, the cookies too. And I didn't burn the place down tonight. How about that? That's great. I didn't. I didn't burn down the studio. I get applause just for that. <laughs> I guess that'll do it for the show tonight. Unless anyone else has anything they want to, to add in here, throw in here, and, and any advice on uh, mulled wine in the future, uh, Sid Hanta, I appreciate the advice on, on doing uh, more than just a, a little bit in in there. Uh, next time, I should probably do that. Well, we have to do this again. We have to do the mulled wine again. That's what's good. I really enjoyed it. And uh, so I want to thank everybody for joining me here in the chat tonight, all those who are watching on Facebook and uh, Odyssey and uh, Kick. Uh, those who are watching on Kick uh, didn't jump in, but uh, thanks for watching anyway. And uh, on Twitch, I want to thank uh, Tom Antio and uh, Is That Yachty and uh, uh, Dynamite for being here as well, and also my lovely wife, Chi, and Sinhana for being here on YouTube, and uh, everybody who is watching. Uh, thank you for being here and joining in. I do appreciate each and every one of you. I do want to remind you that next week, next week we have a really special show, and I hope you'll join me for that because we're going to do the 
what we've done the last couple of years, we're going to do it again. We're going to do the the drinking game, the drink with Rick drinking game. And the way the drinking game uh, works is that uh, everyone gets in the chats and you kind of guess. We, we have a wine advent calendar here. And if you're not familiar with the wine advent calendar, there, there are all these uh, uh, little bottles of wine inside the calendar. But they're hiding behind different dates. And what we do is we everybody guesses a number of what I'm going to pick next. And then I'm going to pull a wine from that. They're going to guess if it's a red, white, rosé. I'm going to pull that out, the wine out, and I'm going, to t- I'm going to open it up. And then you're going to guess if I like it or if I don't like it or if it's just kind of eh. And everyone gets a point for all the correct guesses. And the ones who win the most points win prizes. And I've got some prizes here to give away. So please join me here next week for that. It's a lot of fun. We've done this. Every year we've done this. Everybody has a great time. Everyone has a blast. And uh, I hope you join me. We're going to do it again this year. And also, we're going to do uh, some uh, fun things for New Year's, a New Year's celebration on New Year's Eve. So we're going to do a special New Year's Eve show. Anyway, until then, I want to thank everybody here for joining me. Once again, I I do appreciate you for being here. And, and you are part of the show. You make the show. And, and uh, well, this is, this has uh, all been great. Uh, well, not the eggnog so much, but everything else has been great tonight. <laughs> You've been great tonight. I appreciate it. All right. Well, I've got one more celebrity to bring out here tonight, and I think I know who it is. It's none other than Roadkill Bill. Yes, the inimitable, the chewed up, the run over, the tossed across the room, Road Bill, Roadkill Bill. Yeah, he's been. I've had enough of this, haven't I? <laughs> well, he has a special message for all of us, and his message is: Please do not drink and drive. Drink in the comfort of your home, your apartment, your hotel room, your dwelling, wherever you are. Uh, please do not drink and drive. If you have to go somewhere. And I'm, I'm going to say this in all seriousness here. If you have to go somewhere, call an Uber, call a Lyft, call a cab, call a friend, call a bus, whatever. You know, you can't call a bus. You know. All right. But you know what I mean. If you call somebody who can come pick you up and take you home, has been drinking, and who, who you trust who can do this. Otherwise, just stay put because it's not worth it. You're putting yourself and you're putting others at risk. Don't do it. Please. This is in all seriousness. And you never know. You know, you might feel you're fine, but you're, you, if, you had a, if you've had a few, you're probably not. Okay, so it's best to just, just have someone else take you home or just stick around and, and just, just hang there for a while. Uh, you know, just uh, don't, don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive either because that's also really, really bad. That's uh, very dangerous. Distracted driving of any sort is dangerous. Because I want you to have a great week and a great holiday. I want you to have a great holiday and a great week. But most of all, I want you to have a safe holiday and a safe week. So you can join me here again next week on the Saturday Night Wine Stream. And we can all get together 
and drink with Rick. Good night. Thank you.